0: Welcome. As women in business, we're so busy being busy. We're juggling life and business, and we're in the hustle, and that's when we lose sight of who we really are. This podcast is here to inspire and empower you to unleash you, the one that's been hiding behind all the roles that you play. Weekly episodes will help you to find fun, energy, and flow in life, and also give you tips and tools so you can have a successful yet simple business. My guests and myself talk all things mindset, spirituality, relationships, and of course, business. Live the life that you've been dreaming of. Now, let's get to the good part. Welcome to the Sharon Cliff Podcast. Today's episode is the benefit of knowing what you don't want. I'll say that again, the benefit of knowing what you don't want, the emphasis on don't. Now, how this episode came about, I tried to do a bit of research before I started recording around, you know, what you don't want. And there was nothing on, no articles or anything about what you don't want. It was all on what you want or what you don't know. So I thought it was really interesting that I'd sort of come across this topic today and it just really sparked the interest with me. So today's episode was born. So when I talk about the benefits of knowing what you don't want, you know we we focus on thinking about what we do want and you know dreaming and manifesting about all the things that we want. you know it's like when we when we are at home at nighttime and we say, "You know what do you want for dinner um what do you want at the grocery shop um where do you want to go on holidays like it's all you know what what do you want, and we don't talk about what we don't want. And sometimes I actually think it's more important to actually sit there and think about what we don't want rather than what we want. And so this is really a bit of a flipped conversation. So let me let me explain how I come about this this topic today. So I am um, you know in in Melbourne working with a corporate client, and when I went to book my travel, I was going to be at the Gold Coast on. Sunday night, so I didn't want to fly out of Brisbane because I was going to be at the Gold Coast. And the airport there is only like 20 minutes or 15 and 20 minutes from my house, really easy drive. If I had flown out of Brisbane, I would have had to drive an hour or an hour and a bit, hour and probably 15 minutes, back to Brisbane Airport and then fly out of there. So what I didn't want was to have to do an extra hour travel to fly out of Brisbane Airport when I could just go 15 minutes on a Monday morning and make it really simple for myself. So that was the first decision about what I didn't want. I didn't want to fly out of an airport an hour and, you know, 15 minutes away. I wanted to fly out one 15 minutes away. The other thing that I didn't want is there was a a 6am flight. I didn't want to get up really early after being out on the Sunday night. Not not that it was a late night because the the, um, the show that we went to finished at 8 o'clock anyway. I didn't want to get up really early on a Monday morning to make a 6 o'clock flight. So, you know, being at the airport at five, getting up at four, leaving at 4:30, I did not want to do that. So I booked the, the 850 flight. I knew what I I knew what I wanted and what I didn't want. I didn't want to get up early and have to travel. The other thing that I didn't want was to find myself in a position on a Friday afternoon to be flying out of an airport at 6pm on a Friday, have my flight delayed two hours like it was two weeks ago and then get my flight cancelled. So at 8.45 on a Friday night, I'm sitting in another state trying to book flights and accommodation and trying to catch Ubers and it was just a travel mess. So when I booked my return flight home for this Friday when I go back to Brisbane, I booked my flight for 4 o'clock because then if something happens, I've got a number of flights that that I could change to after that or I've got enough time to back, to be actually be able to rejig my travel plans so without it being at nine o'clock at night on a Friday and me being in not so much in panic mode because I just went straight into, okay, what have I got to do? But I didn't, I knew what I didn't want. I didn't want to put myself in a position on a Friday afternoon late, travelling out when it's going to be a busy airport, um, travelling home on a late on a Friday night and then have, you know, going to airport chaos if something happens. So I booked a four o'clock flight. That was me knowing the difference between what I didn't want versus what I wanted. So I didn't want to have to put myself through that again on a Friday night. Another example: I generally, genuine, generally work from home. I go and see clients when I need to. You know, last year I travelled a lot, um, working on different projects and we're working with different corporate clients. Where I did you know 45 flights for work last year so I know quite a bit about travel there's also a podcast episode all around my travel tips so go and have a look at, go and have a look at that on youtube or listen to it on um on on podcast what i found myself doing today is that because as i said i generally work from home and i'm quite flexible with my with my hours how i work when i work um you know with with work i do which is amazing because that's what I want. I want that freedom-based lifestyle. I don't want to be stuck in office 9 to 5 Monday to Friday. And so it's Wednesday when I'm recording this. So for the last three days I have been stuck in an office, restricted, in an office environment, which, you know, that's sort of 9 to 5. I haven't been in that environment for for years. And so I'm sitting there going, I do not want this. I do not want to be in an office Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. And thank goodness that is not my normal life. But it sort of got me thinking today, this is what I don't want. I don't want to be doing a 9 to 5, Monday to Friday office job. It's not me. So then I started to think about the different things that I don't want. Another prime example, I bought a new car in February. Well, it wasn't new. It was secondhand. And we ummed and about it because it's it's an Audi TT, so it's a bit of a different sort of shape. It's a coupe shape, but it's quite an unusual coupe shape. And we sort of ummed and, and anyway, we sort of ended up, you know, loving the car, and we we went to Sydney and bought it and drove it back to Brisbane. Anyway, so I've had this car since February, and just the last few months of driving it. On last week, I just we we sort of we, sort of, um, we put it up for sale a few few weeks ago, and I just. My husband said to me last week, he goes, you know, okay, you've got this car for sale, like really, really why do you want to sell it? And I just said, I don't want it. I don't like the coupe shape. I don't like reversing it. I don't like parking it. I really don't feel comfortable driving it. And I I don't want that type of car. And he's like, okay. And I said, I want to go back to a hatch. So I knew what I'd do. You know, I always talked about the things that I wanted in a car, but now it was me talking about the things that I don't want. You know, I I, I don't like the fact that it has um, the back window with no wiper because the angle of it, you can never see anything out of it. So, um, you know, I don't want the reversing camera right on the bottom of the car because you can't see a thing. I like it in a normal position. So I started thinking about all the things that I don't like about the car. So then it helps me when I do go, when I do sell it, to be in a position where I know there are the things I don't like, so there are the things that I make sure I don't get in the next car. You know, and, and the same thing goes with 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 your home. You think about all the things that you know you like in a home when you go and look. And you think, you know, I like this, and I, um, you know, I want to have a pool or I want to have a big kitchen. You, and you talk talk about all the things that you do like. What I've been thinking about lately, because you know we've moved a few times, and we're at the moment we 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 do go between Brisbane and Gold Coast, and it's just starting. And we've, we've got a development happening where we're building a couple of houses, and I just really start to think about all the things that I don't like. You know, um, I, that like one of the houses that we live in at the moment doesn't have a garage. I don't like that. I don't like not having a garage. I don't like having um, not having direct access from the garage into the house. Some of the other things I don't like is, um, you know, at the moment the house that we're living in in Brisbane, we can't have our fridge connected to water. It's sitting in the laundry, like, and we're just so cramped. And I just, I don't like not being able to just know that I've got fresh, cold water on tap. I mean, yes, okay, you have it at your tap, but you know what I mean? Like having a fridge that's plumbed in and having to think about filling the ice trays, I don't like that. Um, You know, we are in a... That house only has one bathroom. I don't like that because there is at the moment five of us sleeping there, and I don't like the cramped space. So just think about the things that you don't like, rather than always thinking about the things that you do like. And yet, I'm always a positive person, thinking about you know always being positive and thinking about what you want and what you like. Um, and then when it you know the same sort of thing comes into effect too when, you, when you're when you thinking about friends. So you know that if you go out with a friend and they always get really drunk and they're embarrassing and they do silly things and they're just not quite like, you Well, know, If you don't like that, then you don't hang around with them. The same thing is if you're um, with a friend and they just are really angry all the time or you go out with someone and they're really sad all the time and you don't like that, then know that you don't like that and you don't have to put up with that and don't surround yourself with people like that. If you know that, you know, you're in a group of friends and they like to do something that you don't like, then recognise that, you know, um, they might like to go out clubbing. You don't like that. Then recognise that. I don't want to do that. I don't like that. So you don't need to. You don't have to. So with these things where I'm saying about, you know, the benefits of knowing what you don't like, identify them. Make sure that, um, you know, you you. You say to yourself that you don't like them, or whether you, whether you need to write it down to know that you don't like them, so that so that you ingrain that, so that you know that if you don't like something, then don't do it, or don't have it in your life, or you know change things, and and use the things where where we say you know you don't like something or you don't want something, use that for when you do do the opposite in that situation. So like for me, all the things that I don't like about my car, and the things that I don't want when I do go to buy a new car, I'll think about those as well because you get so wrapped up. I guess this is the other flip side of this. Is you get so wrapped up with, the, you know, the fun stuff and the shiny stuff and you know all the good things that you also don't think about the things that you don't want. So, you know, for instance, with a car, you know, oh, you know, I really want a sunroof or um, I want this colour or I want to make sure it's got a camera. I want to make sure it's got... Um, like connectivity to be able to play my music through through the car or Apple CarPlay, whatever it is, um, you know, you think about all the things you do want and you get so wrapped up in that and you get caught in the, the shininess of it and and you forget about the things that you don't want specifically, so, you know, um, and then the same with, you know, when you go to buy a house, you think, oh, you know, I want this and I want this and I want this. But it's also important to remember the things that you don't want because sometimes it could be something that's on your don't want list that could actually sway your decision. So like with the car, for instance, there was a number of things that I didn't want. Um, you know, I don't want a car that doesn't have a back wiper if it's that sort of shape because I can't see anything at the back. Um, I don't like cars that don't have sunroofs because I love the fresh air. I hate the aircon, And I just love having the the, you know, the wind come over my head rather than having my window down and having everything with my hair flapping around everywhere. You know, there's there's certain things with houses that I don't like. And so when it comes to picking, you know, when you go and have a look at, you know, new new cars or new houses, it's getting you get so caught up in the things that you want and that, that you like, you've also got to think about the things that you don't want. So hopefully this is making sense. So just a, um yeah, a quick, you know, episode today to go through the, that you know, the benefits of knowing what you don't want because we don't often think about that perspective. We don't flip it. And I'm always awful flipping for the positive and, 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 you know, flipping in that sense. But I just wanted to flip it the other way for a change and say, you know, it there really is benefit in knowing what you don't want, for knowing, um, you know, the things that you're not going to settle for as well. Not so much settle, but just knowing what you don't want. You know, I know that I don't want that type of car or I don't want to live in that type of house that has those things or that doesn't have elements. I don't want to work in an office environment. I don't want to be in an office nine to five. I don't want to be in an office Monday to Friday. It's not me. So knowing that that's what I don't want when I go and look at clients that I'm working with and if they say, you know, as part of the the coaching program or part of the project that you're working on with us, we need you to be in our office Monday to Friday nine to five, I know that I don't want that. So instead of me, I'm an hour about the, whether I work with that client or not, it would be straight away. it would be like, I don't want to do that. So it's a no. It makes that decision-making a lot easier as well. So I would love to know, have you got a list of things that you don't want and have you ever thought about that? Shoot me through a DM on socials and let me know. And if you found this episode interesting, um, make sure you leave a review and share it with someone. If you know someone that always knows what they want doesn't know what they don't want share this with them until next time that's it from me before you press stop thanks for listening to today's episode and if you enjoyed this episode do the three s's subscribe so you never miss an episode each thursday shout out to your community so they can be inspired and empowered and share share with me your aha moments and your takeaways by doing this it helps this podcast to inspire and impact more women globally so they can have a fulfilling life and business I would love for you to connect with me on Instagram, the Sharon Cliff. And if you want to know more about me or how you can work with me, head to my website, SharonCliff.com.au. See you next time.